Your home for everything Cardinals. Everything Cardinals. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. This is in the red zone with Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon. Presented by Earnhardt Hyundai and Ford dealers. Shop local, shop Earnhardt. No bowl since 1951. We here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We are your home for In the Red Zone, a weekly visit with Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon. Now, typically, we will do this every single Monday. Doing it today on Tuesday because of the Labor Day holiday yesterday. But every Monday following a Cardinals game, we'll be talking with head coach Jonathan Gannon here on Burns and Gambo. And joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line, the head coach of the Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon. Coach, how you doing today? Thanks for coming on. I'm excellent. Thanks for having me on. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Excited. Welcome to the family. You know, we have the manager of the D-backs, Tori Lovello, on every week. We have the GM of the Suns on, James Jones, every single week. So we have, we do a lot of these regular features. I'm glad to have you on the program. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to be on. All right, let's let's uh, let's cut to the chase. What at what point do you expect to announce your starting quarterback in the battle between Dobbs and Clayton Toon? Yeah, we're going to play it close to the vest right now. But uh, we got a plan that we feel good about, and uh, the players know what's going on. And uh, we're going to go give ourselves a chance to win a game on Sunday. Is it fair to say that you, you, you're giving you're giving Dobbs six? We know he knows the offense. He's familiar with the offense. But now you got to see if he can run it in practice. Is it, is it fair to say that the six practices that he will have with you guys will ultimately be the determining factor whether he starts or not? Yeah, I think a little bit. That's that's one of the determining factors. We want to see him operate with his teammates in and out of the huddle, things like that. Production goes into it, and practice goes into it too. We're you know we're a competitive group, and uh, everyone has a role, but roles can change, and they know that. And I uh, just feel good about where we're at right now as a whole, as a as a club. Washington on the road, their front seven's pretty good. Their, their strength defensively would be their pass rush. How much does that factor into the decision in your mind? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it factors into how we got to play offense to try to win the game. You know, and just like you said it, it's on the road, and in a, in a, it'll be a great environment. Week one always is on the road. Um, I heard they're sold out, which is cool. But, um, yeah, we just got to make sure we operate in the correct way and um, make some plays and give ourselves a chance to win. How do you feel like Josh has done so far in the short time that you've had him to get him acclimated to what you're doing? Yeah, he's been fantastic. He, um, you know, obviously has some familiarity with the system. Not that it's the same um, as what they were running in Cleveland because there's definitely some differences. But, um, you know, he's extremely intelligent. He's a quick learner. Um, you know, he's, he puts the time in. He's picked it up extremely well. Yeah, I, I would imagine from Clayton's perspective, having been there longer, how I, I don't want to. How has he handled this? It's not exactly the the question that I'm looking to ask, but but how his process throughout all of this? How has he kind of maintained his own in the middle of all of the decisions and yeah, all the different things that's going on? Yeah, he's been fantastic. You know, we we talk to all our guys about all the decisions we make, and he understands everything that we're doing. Um, he's a very mature rookie, I would say, um, especially being a quarterback. Uh, he's been phenomenal, and he, he takes the approach just like all our guys do. Hey, I'm just going to show up, put my best foot forward, compete every day, and work on my game, and, and whatever decisions are made, I'm, that's what I'm going to go with. You said earlier that you've got a plan when it comes to the position, and, and I understand not wanting to give anything out specific about the plan. Do you, do you know what you're going to do? Do, you, do the guys know now, today, what you're going to do, or is that still 
to be determined this decision? Has it been made already? Yeah, we, it- we, <laughs> we know what we're doing. You know, okay, yeah. so you've made a decision. You're just not saying what it is. That's right. Kind of thing. Okay. Is there right. a competitive advantage to that? Absolutely there is. I learned that from Coach Sirianni, truthfully. You know, when we were a new staff, there's always a little bit of cat and mouse week one, week two. You know, what are you going to do? Do you show it in preseason? Are you really showing what you're going to play and things like that? And everyone's a little bit different with that. But I do think that a little bit of unknown uh, can help you going into week one, whether that be who's playing, uh, how you're going to call the game, what you're going to do, what you're going to look like. Um, you know, game management, things like that, you know, because there's not a book on us right now. So when there starts to become a book on you, then people can study a little bit, try to think about different scenarios that could come up. So I do think it is an advantage. How much of it is just making them and Rivera have to prepare for two quarterbacks? Yeah, huge. Because from a defensive perspective, it's hard to prepare for one quarterback, let alone two. How much in your estimation, Jonathan Gannon joining us here for his weekly visit on the Burns and Gambo show, how much in your estimation did you show during the preseason? Uh, you know, we, we went out about it a little bit different way because I've been in different schemes and different teams that, you know, we were kind of were extreme of showing everything or not showing anything. We were kind of right in the middle there. We wanted to evaluate our guys and give ourselves a chance to win the games. Um, and, and being the first year in a system, you want to see, you want to, you know, kind of dry rinse a couple things and and uh, see what's kind of working, what we got to improve on. So we play, I, I use the term, we played football in the preseason, but we also held some things that uh, I wanted to be held. I got to be honest, I think, you know, me and, me and Burns, we were at a lot of the practices. I think the most inspirational ones, I think the guys really got after it when you played some of that 70s and 80s rock like the Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> I think that really, I think that's you gamble, when, Did you hear that, man? That I did, was all man. For you, man. I did. That was, all that, for you. That was freaking no, no, awesome. Coach, I gotta, that was I, awesome. I got to tell you, I, I don't even know if anybody in our audience cares about this, but I got to tell you, I'm in the press box down like getting a Coke or something. Our producer comes running into the press box. Gambo needs you. Gambo needs you. <laughs> so I, I come running down the press box and running into the room where we're doing it. I'm like, what? What's wrong? What's broken? What can I fix? And he's like, listen to the song listen, they're playing. They're playing it. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I ran all the way for this? I hear this song in my yeah. sleep, for the love of God. I got to be right? honest with you. So there's, me and my wife, have a, we have a big age difference, like a 22-year age difference. So she's a lot younger than me. So she takes me to, like, Taylor Swift concerts. The first concert I ever took her to was Blue Oyster Cult. Wow. So that was the first concert. She has no idea who that is. What, it's like old. What, isn't that, isn't that uh, death is going to happen, don't fear it? Right? Yeah, don't fear the Reaper, pretty yeah, much. Don't fear, yeah, that's that's but they, right. Don't fear it. Yeah, that's right. They're still freaking playing like they're still playing. I actually took her. Our, our I, guys loved it. Our guys loved it. It sounded good over that last oh, it did. It did. State it's, Farm there. It's a classic song. It's a classic yeah. song, so we appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about Kyler Murray. You named him a captain. There's been a lot of garbage out there from, I don't even know, different people like, oh, Kyler's not going to play this year. He's not going to play this year. Doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make any sense to Bernsey. And I'm sure it doesn't make any sense to you. Do you expect that Kyler Murray will play at some point this season? Yes, I do. Tell me what went into the process behind naming all of your captains the way you did. Yeah, so we how we decided to do it is um, I picked them. And um, there's a reason why I picked them, and they have a role um, for our team. And I explained to our team what their role and their responsibility is and um, felt really good about those conversations. Our team felt really good about the guys that we ended up picking. And, um, you know, it's it, those guys could 
if I was gone for a month, they could run the team. And uh, I, I feel really good about those guys. They're, they demonstrate who we want to be as an organization, who we want to be as a team. And, um, you know, I, I'm excited for those guys because they were excited too. I'm going to expand on Kyler a, little, Kyler a little bit. We know he's out for four weeks. How is he progressing? How do you feel he's coming along and getting back into, you know, being able to play for you? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so the timetable and stuff, I don't know about all that. I know this. He progresses every day. He's getting a little bit better every day. Uh, not to say there are some good days and some bad days going through that type of injury because he definitely has those, but he's been all in. He's He's got to balance, you know, the health part of it, the football part of it, being a great teammate, which he's done a fantastic job of, helping other guys, being very present in meetings on the practice field. Um, this guy's doing a great job, so I'm I'm excited for him. But he's uh, he's progressing every day. Every day he makes a little bit of uh, a jump in his health, and um, that's um, it's good to see because he's made a lot of sacrifices since I've known him um, to be able to get to this point that he's at right now. And again, just to be to be fair, no timetable for his return, but you expect that he will play quarterback for you this year. I do. Okay. I do. You you got to coach against Washington a couple times last year, different quarterback, right? I don't think Hal was – I think it was Heineke in those games. They beat you one Correct. of the times. They did beat you guys once. But your familiarity with them, how much does that help you in this game? Yeah, you know, I think really what it kind of boils down to, the familiarity with some of their players and some of their players' skill sets, but not really the scheme. You know, it's a brand-new coordinator. Eric Bieniemy obviously came from Kansas City. Um, so they got some unknown too. They got a little bit of things that, hey, are they going to play like they did in Kansas City? Are they going to do things that they showed in preseason? So they have, we have a little bit unknown with them as well. And then with the quarterback being new. So uh, we got a couple different plans. We got our work cut out for us. They're a really good offense. They got really good skill. They got good backs. House played well in the preseason. Bienemy obviously is a big time mastermind offensive guy. So we got our work cut out for us. We got to be on it to give ourselves a chance to win. That's kind of what I was going to ask you in, in joining us here. Last question for Jonathan Gannon, head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. The, the mystery of Eric Bieniemy, and it might not be fair to say that because he was with Kansas City for so long, but now that this job is fully his and him, his ability to call the plays. Do you know what to expect in terms of that from from Coach Bieniemy on no, Sunday? No, I mean that's that's it's kind of that's not really. You know what I mean? I mean, you can you can have a couple different plans of how you think the game's going to go, but you got to be able to adapt and adjust as the game goes. And, you know, week one, you know, at home as their home opener, you know, with a new play caller, new players for him too. So you got to be ready for everything. But um, at the end of the day, I always say the ball's going to get kicked off and it's going to be, it's going to come down to who executes the best. So uh, that's our challenge to our players and uh, they'll be, they'll be ready. Well, if we haven't said it yet, congratulations on your first ever game as a head coach of the National Football League. I'm sure you're very excited Thank about you. it on Sunday. Thank I'm sure you're really looking forward it. to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Coach. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, I coach. appreciate it. Have a good day. You, you got it. Too. You too. Jonathan Gannon joining us on the Arizona Sports Line.